What's going on, Chuckleheads? I am Carlo Guadagnino. This is the Dingo Talk Alumni Tour. My guest this week, all the way from Germany, David Krim, class of 2019. We're going to talk about David's time at Bethany, and we're going to talk about his time in Germany. But without further ado, this is David Krim. What's going on, Chuckleheads? I am Carlo Guadagnino. This is the Dingo Talk Alumni Tour. My guest this week is David Krim, all the way from Germany, class of 2019. David, thank you for taking time out of your German day to be with us. Thank you for having me, Carlo. We're going to do this the same way we do every episode of the alumni tour. David's going to tell us how he got to Bethany uh, while traveling the United States. And then we'll take a break and we'll come back and we'll talk about how David ended up in Germany and what he's doing now. Uh, a little background for David, uh, Vegas, Buchanan, West Virginia, Cannonsburg, Pennsylvania, at some point, Massachusetts, back to Buchanan, West Virginia, where he graduated high school, um, and then now in Germany. So, David, what was it like, first off, moving around? You know, you, you, you started in Vegas, then to West Virginia, to PA, to Mass, to West Virginia. Uh, what was that like? And then how did you find your way here to Bethany? Uh, it was uh, it was definitely a journey, I guess you could say. Um, I mean, whenever you move around so much and stuff, because whenever we lived in Vegas, for example, we moved around within Vegas. And, uh, you know, when you're always going to new schools and stuff, you're always able to like, you know, you're kind of forced to make friends. Um, and, you know, that was always a benefit for me later on in life that I was able to uh, be an extrovert. Uh, type of person where I can like talk to people you know what I mean or like start a conversation with just about anybody I think that was and it was really cool just to be able to meet so many people you know what I mean throughout the years so and you, see what it's like in different parts of the U.S. So you were a lacrosse player you pl and football player you played mm -hmm. both at or yeah you played both at Canon Mac and then your senior year you played both at Buchanan uh, mm -hmm. you came here to play lacrosse yeah. How, was that okay. the only way you got you got into Bethany or was there an, is there another story behind your arrival here in the town of Bethany? There's definitely a story behind it. So my brother, he was looking for colleges and then he decided for Bethany and that's how I even knew Bethany existed. Um, and I was living in Cannesburg whenever he was a freshman in college. And, uh, you know, I came I went and visited him often, like on the weekends and stuff, his first year of college. Um, he had a girlfriend at the time, so I was actually hanging out with Matt May uh, every time I was at Bethany. Uh, yeah, you could imagine what was going on. And yeah, and I remember every single time I was hanging out with Matt May and Goodnight or something, I remember always thinking to myself, I will never go to this school. I'll never attend this school. I'll go somewhere else. And then um, in my last year at Buchanan, uh, funny enough, I had actually already um, got accepted at Fairmont State University. In Fairmont, West Virginia, already put down the down payment for the room, uh, like for the room and board with my uh, buddy Christian. Uh, we were going to go together there. And then last minute, uh, the coach from Bethany texted me and um, had and asked if I had any kind of interest in playing at Bethany lacrosse. And then I like, long story short, decided last minute to go to Bethany. <laughs> like what I said I would never do. Couldn't have been easy. It could have been the easiest thing that happened to Danny, though, because now you're both are you both are in one place, so she can come visit both of you. Yeah, exactly. See, my mom is actually. I applied to I think 
I only applied to like four or five colleges, but she made me apply to Bethany because she was like, oh, wouldn't it be so cool? She actually always hinted at that. But then I told her, I was like, no, not going to happen. And then she got what you wanted. <laughs> so when you came into Bethany, were you, because you graduated with a communications degree, was that always where you were going to study? Was that your focus was going to stay in communications or did you come in and kind of do the general studies thing for a little bit? Uh, yeah, I think I came in, yeah, with the general studies idea and didn't really know what I wanted to do until I think after the first semester. And I remember I had some class with Emmy Gamble um, and I somehow through that experience in her class, I turned into a communications degree. That's how it gets what us. You, what did you do in the communication? Because you weren't an on-camera guy. You were a very behind the scenes. I, I remember a lot of camera work, a lot of... Uh, did you ever get into the technical directing side or the audio side or were you more or less just a camera guy? Yeah, mainly just camera, actually. Um, I mean, so I was part of, um, how was it called? Bethany Broadcasting Network. Sorry, I couldn't think um, where I did the camera. I think maybe once or twice I did technical directing, but never like, never really ventured out like I probably should have. Did audio. Um, Graphics. I never made the graphics, but I think a couple games I did the graphics also. So yeah, always behind the camera. I also um, did uh, radio. I was also part of the radio program um, where I was the sports director, you know, responsible for setup, scheduling with uh, DB and Zach Yates at the time. They were the head of the radio department and then I was basically third, <laughs> third in line. And um, I wouldn't say third in line, just, you know, under them because they were buddies. <laughs> And then, um, yeah, I also did journalism also with uh, Dr. Smith and his course that was also, you know, wrote some articles for the school website and whatnot. So, yeah, basically always behind the camera. I never got in front of it. First time on camera, huh? Yeah, you could say that. Yeah. So, because um, your Bethany changes drastically, you know, you come in, yeah. I believe Scott Miller is the president at the time when you come into college. When you leave college, Dr. Tamara Rodenberg is the president. Um, you have a bar to start your college career. You don't have a bar to end your college career. Um, what were some of the other big changes that happened throughout your time here at Bethany? I mean, obviously, you, your brother graduates. Um, you spent a lot of time in town. I know that for a fact. But what else? In town. Did you, like in the town of Bethany, not on oh, Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> I had to think. I thought you meant Wellsburg. No, no, I don't think you spent a lot of time in Wellsburg. You might have, I don't know. Only when I worked at Pizza Hut for a little bit for a semester. So you had a job while you were a student. Yeah, so uh, that was, I think, starting my junior year. That's when I decided to stop playing lacrosse. And uh, I got a job at Pizza Hut. I also had my internship with Andrew Woodley. So, yeah, I mean, those kind of things were big changes um, whenever I was at Bethany. Um, socially, yeah, it was, uh, it was unfortunate that the bar had to shut down. Um, yeah, I mean, what else, what else really changed, I think? The presidents, that's about. Yeah, that didn't affect me too much. I just was, uh, yeah. And what were the changes <laughs> in, the, in the department? Like, while you were in the comm department, there was, you know, you went from, uh, a lot covering a lot of athletic events to I think by the end you and Dumas became you and Mr. Dumas became like really good friends because you were the only one that was willing to go and film things for him 
Dumas is my buddy. I love Dumas. Um, yeah, I mean, changes in the department. I know, um, can't even really think what kind of changes. I mean, journalism, uh, um, that was like, that was like brought back. That was a change in the department. And then I feel like um, the Bethany Broadcasting Network was at its like, not at its peak of all time, but I felt like we had, and then, um, yeah, we had a lot of new kids come in, you know, like freshmen and whatever. And that was always, that was always good. Um, other than that, I mean, yeah, there weren't so many changes. Not that I can remember at least. <laughs> well, so let's wrap up part one with the, uh, so you also got a minor in German. Mm -hmm. How did that come about? Yeah, well, I got interested in German uh, through the students that came there for the semester. That's how I kind of got like my first, I, I guess you'd say, taste of the German culture, you know. But, and I always used to tell them all, I was like, I'm going to learn German. So, you know, I can, I know that you guys are talking smack about me secretly. And then I swear to God, <laughs> I like made a promise. And, um, yeah, and then I that was also what I did junior year. That was also a big change, you know. So I had the the um, job, of, and then I was also I took on the minor German, um, and then I met my now wife, and that kind of motivated me a little bit more to like properly learn the language and everything. Well, let's not tell that story just yet, because that'll be in part two. We'll tell the whole story of yeah meeting jess and 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 becoming a german german naturalized citizen um yeah so i'm gonna i guess my last question would be what would you say the toughest part about being in bethany was being, uh, being in bethany huh i think honestly it wasn't too bad until yeah i mean there were a lot of changes and with no bar. I think if I had to pick one, I would say dealing with the weather because I think there was always like, I always had like some kind of like Bethany, the Bethany blues fighting against those. You know what I mean? That was definitely the hardest because whenever it would rain and or the weather would be kind of like bad outside, you didn't feel like going to class. You didn't feel like doing nothing. You know what I mean? You didn't want to hang out with anybody. You didn't want to simply just walk from Cochrane to CV, just to hike. And which now it's like, feels seems like nothing, you know what I mean? But, yeah, especially because being in Germany, I'm sure you you walk a lot of places. I mean. Yeah, I walk every day to work. I don't <laughs> Well, so we're going to take a pause right there. We're going to go okay. send it to KJ, Kieran, Kieran KJ Dunn, uh, Maple Shades Outdoors. If you haven't yet, get on Instagram, follow them, maple underscore shade dot outdoors. Or while you're watching this video or after you watch this video, hit like and subscribe on this channel, Dango Talk, and then hop over to Maple Shade Outdoors. Everything from hunting, fishing, setting your bows, setting your tree stands. They do all the outdoor stuff. KJ and his crew have a lot of great stuff going on. But uh, this is the Dingo Talk Alumni Tour. I am Carlo Guadagnino, my guest this week, class of 2019, David Krim, all the way from Germany. And we'll be right back. What's going on, everybody? This is Kieran Dunn, founder of Maple Shade Outdoors. You're currently watching Dingo Talk with my man, Carlo. If you're anything like me and you're really enjoying this content, you should like and subscribe his page. You, while you're on YouTube, you should probably just head over and like and subscribe Maple Shade Outdoors. Check out our page, enjoy some videos, some outdoor content. You might as well hop on Instagram, Facebook, follow us, Maple Shade Outdoors.
Now that's enough about me. I'm trying to get back and watch the rest of Dingo Talk. So I'll talk to y'all later. What's going on, Chuckleheads? I am Carla Guadagnino. This is the Dingo Talk Alumni Tour. My guest this week, all the way from Germany, class of 2019, David Krim. David told us everything about his time in Bethany. Um, is there anything else you'd like to say to wrap up that segment? I know we kind of, we, we covered a bunch of things in a very short amount of time. Anything else that you'd like to, any stories or anything that you'd like to share before we get into comps? Yeah, um, there was one thing I forgot to mention in the first part um and that was how i actually became a call major so i had said that i was in a one of emmy gamble's classes um and you know and it was my first semester and to be 100 percent off I, or to be 100 percent honest i was kind of like not taking everything so seriously you know what i mean i think a lot of people have experienced freedom that of in there. the freedom of being culture. on your own exactly um and I remember what was funny with Emmy is point uh, in her office, you know, while I was taking her class that first semester and uh, she was honest with me and told me, you know, she had her doubts uh, with me as a student, you know, to say the least. And, um, you know, and that kind of motivated me, you know what I mean? And to uh, get through the rest of college. And then, you know, over the years or through my time, we really built up like a good relationship like um you know in the classroom and outside like I remember my last year before graduation I helped her move you know I helped like pack up her house and stuff like to move to stuff the farm. yeah you know what I mean and I remember she told me then she's like I had my doubts but you proved me wrong well so on that story I can tell you because I also you know Emmy Gamble and I have we had our ups we had our downs we had our where we just didn't talk to each other um, but she was a lady, I, you know, I, I cut her grass. I, I raked, we raked leaves. I mean, she was willing to, if you were willing to go help her, she was willing to pay you to do, cause you, you can only do so much on work study. And I remember sitting down with her after I graduated and telling her about this David Krim kid and like, he's going to be, he's going to be in the, uh, in the department. The funny story is, is I tell this story right after I show her the video of David jumping into a pile of leaves, not realizing that there is a large stump where he dove um and she I forgot about that me, i don't think david and i said you you keep your eye on that kid david's gonna be one of the ones that surprises you well you know and 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 emmy i know she's gonna watch this and she's gonna hear the the what i have to say next it's the only time in my life at bethany that emmy gamble looked at me and went you know what i didn't listen to you but that david kid and it's funny because that is the name that we have for you. Ed will, Ed calls you that. There's a bunch of other people. That David kid. That so, David kid, always. So you you get through your trials and tribulations. You you be you have a connection there with Emmy. Um, is there anybody else as we go into comps? Because uh, connects us all here at Bethany. This this damn test with the blue books. Um, we'll talk about comps a little bit. But is there anybody from the department that really helped you? with the studying or with the senior project or anything like that? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I actually, so Dr. Sullivan was my advisor, uh, through my time in the communications department. Uh, it was originally ME whenever I first became call major and then I had switched to him because of the track that I was on. So, you know, he always kind of, we always had meetings, you know, typical senior project meetings and whatever to see your progress and stuff. So, um, 
you know, he kind of helped me keep the organization in line. And then uh, Dr. Delulius, I forgot to mention that also in the first part uh, with the changes to the comp department, he was a new professor in the department. Um, and I had a, I, uh, I forget what the class was exactly. I think it was media writing I had in my last year at Bethany. And that's how uh, I got to know him a little bit better also. And I remember, uh, I think it was one of the first days of class. I started talking about senior project, telling him I wanted to like get on top of it sooner than later. Um, I was actually done with my senior project couple months before it was even due um with the help of Dr. Delulius like he's the one who helped me come up with like the theory for my paper and you know I have a I have him to really thank for almost everything with my senior project him and Dr. Sutherland and then on top of that um Dumas Joseph Dumas he was always during my like study breaks I remember I would always go to the station and just uh, chat with him the whole time and that was always uh, that was always fun because he's always a very interesting person to talk to so when you passed comps what was your because you already have decided at that point you're going to germany you're you're leaving you're you're yeah. moving to germany so when you pass comps and you walk out those doors what what is the feeling for you oh, obviously like with the Germany thing on the side, I really thought to myself, oh God, thank God I'm done with school, just in general, because I remember like after high school, I was like, oh, I can't believe I've studied for four years. And then but I was like, ah, it's the light at the end of the tunnel. I was thinking to myself, I never have to go to school again. And I was just, that was honestly the only thing on my mind. So once graduation comes and, and you know, Jess is here, your, your current, your, your wife, She's here for graduation and it ends up being a very beautiful day. We, you know, your mom and your mom, your brother, his girlfriend, now fiance is there. Um, how long in between graduation and the flight to Germany? Uh, 10 days. I didn't waste any time. Uh, so Jess and I had got engaged in the year before in December, 2018. And yeah, I mean, she actually wanted to come to the U.S. And I told her, you know, she already had her own apartment and job and, you know, um, steady income and everything. Hey, wouldn't it just be better if I come to you? Not that you have to, you know, and uh, the, I guess you would say the benefits are a little better here in Germany. Not trying to talk back about the U.S. Um, still my home country or the motherland, <laughs> but I had to say it. I knew I'd get a good giggle out of you. Um, but yeah, we had decided that I'm, and like I said, we didn't really waste any time on it because we were kind of just sick and tired of having a long distance relationship. Well, um, so let's like we, peel that back a little bit because you were starting to tell a story in part one of, so you, you go to Germany as a junior. Mm-hmm. How do you meet Jess? How does this all become where, where your life is now? interested in the whole German culture with the German students who um, Beth me for the one semester I think that was like sophomore year uh, at some point and then uh, when I, and then I just wanted to visit Germany and my brother came with me and you know we made like a big tour through Germany the first time we were there we were in Heidelberg and then we went to like Strasbourg and, and then we went to like uh, Torben Greta he's he's a 
he just finished his comp actually at Bethany. He's also a Bethany alum. He comes from Germany. We visited him in the southern part of Germany, went to Switzerland, Munich, Berlin, Netherlands, Amsterdam, came back down and then flew out. And funny, throughout that whole journey, at the end of it, whenever I was in the plane, um, well, I had actually seen Jess in the waiting, uh, the place where people wait to board the plane in the airport. And I remember thinking to myself, oh, that girl's cute. You know what I mean? And then, um, which McCall, then we boarded the plane. And the uh, craziest thing was, is that she was actually originally sitting in the very front left of the plane. I was sitting in the very back right. And I don't know why it was like this, but I think the plane could fit 300 people or 300 passengers in it. And there was literally like 20 people in this plane total. And so the stewardess um, said, hey, we're going to like, we want to put everybody kind of in the middle. Like you can pick your own seats and everything. Um, it doesn't matter where you sit. We just want everybody in one area because it's easier than to serve you guys. And then I got lucky and me, and I was right behind her. She asked me for uh, a pen and she asked me if like how to fill out that little customs form that you get on the page in the U.S. And I told her, I was like, that's not really important. Like you can leave it. Then we both had a connection in South Carolina, I think Charleston somewhere there it's irrelevant and uh yeah we really hit it off I think we both had like had to wait like three four hours for our connecting flight and um and she was on her way to America for the first time just to visit a friend that she knew in North Carolina and um yeah then we hit it off and we decided to have a long relationship and uh in those two years that we had a long distance relationship I uh visited her um like every summer, every winter, basically anytime I had time off from school. And then one summer I took a German class here. That was also really interesting. And then, yeah, like I said, we got engaged December, 2018. And yeah, then I came here, we got married in May of 2019, like shortly also after graduation. 10 days to and 10 to 15 days after graduation, you had 10 days to get to Germany, five days to get the paperwork done and get, here's my ring and let's go. Right. And then, uh, and now um, we have, uh, she is nine months going on 10. We have a, a beautiful little daughter. Her name's Ava Marie. And so, yeah, it really uh, worked out for the best. <laughs> so, and, and you are, are working with uh, eyeballs. You're an optometry assistant. I, I don't know how it translates. I mean, you're the sales guy. You're the guy that sets me for the glasses once the doctor. Exactly. So I am a sales advisor at an optometrist. It's called Miss Specs. Um, you know, um, whenever I got to Germany, I didn't find very, I didn't find a lot of possibilities or opportunities uh, in the calm area our communications branch. I found this job at an optometrist. So yeah, sales advisor advise people uh, what I would recommend frame-wise or what kind of lenses they need, you know what I mean? And then um, adjustments on like on the glasses and whatever, and not whatever, but um, yeah. So when you I live in, myself talking about you live it. in it's Stuttgart, right? What did you say? Where do you, where in Germany do you live? Oh, in Stuttgart. So that's like the southwest. Okay. Uh, southwest. It's known for Mercedes Benz and Porsche and uh, Porsche. 
Then for man, what's the soccer team here? VFB, VFB. I think that's like the famous soccer team here. Yeah, that's what they're known for. But so we've come to that point. I got two questions. You play. You play a role in both of them. Let's start with if you are talking to a prospective student, high school senior right now, or coming into their high their senior year in high school for next year. Why would an athlete go Division Three? Why would an athlete go Division Three? <sighs> hmm, it's a good question. Um, you got to be one of I them. Mean, the show. I mean, being an athlete, uh, you know, you're also a student. I think with D three and with Bethany. Uh, we'll, we'll, I'll focus on Bethany here with the D3 question. Say D3 because the Bethany question's next. Yeah, okay, so D3. I mean, at a D3 school, I guess it's not as uh, demanding as it would be at a D1 or D2 school. So it's, I guess it's a little more relaxed or chill um, with the whole uh, climate of everything. You know what I mean? It's easier to manage your time, I think, also. Um, you know, it's not like a D1 football team where you have – 800 meetings in a day, three practices, a lift, uh, you know what I mean? Like 800 things to do in one day. And then you have to be a student on top. Like I remember at the cross, we had practice once a day for like two hours, randomly film. Um, but other than that, yeah, it was really chill, honest. And, and I then mean, to the other question, if you're sending somebody, you know, you're talking to somebody up there or down in Buchanan, you're talking to a Canon Mac kid, or just anybody that's watching, why Bethany? Why do? Why would you recommend a student coming to Bethany? Yeah, I don't want to sound Bethany's like a home. You know what I mean? Like, um, I definitely the kind of friends I made. They, they're like my family now. You know, you're part of my family. You know, there's Danny, Marlon, uh, all the guys that put the uh, all the guys, but most of the guys I played lacrosse with, you know what I mean? That I still have contact with, um, you know, like you really build a family. It's really personal, not some big school where you're just a number. Um, you know, everybody knows everybody. It's kind of like the, the townspeople of Bethany, like everybody knows everybody. It's really, you feel like at home. Um, and if I was telling them why they should go to Bethany or to persuade them there, I would make sure to say it's a lot better than what it looks from the outside. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> well, and you bring up the community, and that's why we have to come to we have to bring this interview to an end. Uh, I have to send it to a guy we are both familiar with, Mr. Harry Chambers, because if Chambers has if Chambers doesn't have it, you don't need it. Trust me on that. Um, you can get T-shirts, you can get food. I'll let Harry tell the rest of what he has available down at the store. David, thank you very much for taking time out of your German life to to be with us here. Um, <laughs> This has been the Dingo Talk Alumni Tour. I am Carlo Guadagnino. My guest, David Krim, class of 2019, all the way from Stuttgart, Germany. I'm still working on my German, so I don't know if I said it. Still working on it. Um, Harry Chambers, go ahead and tell us about your store. You've just watched another exciting episode of Dingo Talk, recorded in the secret lair deep in the hills of Bethany, West Virginia. Let me give a shout-out to my man Don over at Maple Shade Outdoor. He got some great, he's got some great stuff going on over there on YouTube and Instagram. Please make sure you check him out. Also, now available as promised, we have the second edition 
Bethany, West Virginia, Mushroom Capital of the World t-shirts, and our Chambers General Store. If we don't have it, you don't need it t-shirts. Available in all sizes. So make sure you stop by the store for a t-shirt, breakfast sandwich, or sausage biscuits and gravy, and make sure to check out those daily lunch specials. Now back to you, Dingo. We want to know by now.